Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday... It's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to The Hottest Take. My name is Bill Simmons here with Sean Fennessy, Chris Ryan, and Mallory Rubin. I have the floor. Here's my take. Football is still great. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So my son, who's now playing ninth grade football in high school, and that football, and I was part of it. I wrote, I certainly wrote some pieces. What's going to happen in football? Football's going to die, all that stuff. But going to the practices and watching the actual hierarchy and structure of football has renewed my faith in society. Are we sure Ben didn't shatter his fibula at a uh, <laughs> well, we'll practice find today? Out later. We'll find out later <laughs> what happened to him. Watching coaches yell at kids. Yeah, that's good stuff. Watching, yeah, watching people held accountable for mistakes and things they blocked mm. and just watching young people who didn't do well or didn't try hard enough or didn't run hard enough be yelled at. Mm. I was like, this is great because in my house, if my daughter's late for class or whatever, and we're like, Zoe, you got to get going. So, Dad, leave me alone. And it, everything's super defensive. You can't mm. like, you can't help your kids at all in any way. And they're just, they feel like they're under attack. In football, no, the hierarchy is back. Mm-hmm. The coaches are in charge. They just tell the players what to do. You have to learn the playbook. If you don't learn it, you don't play. If you screw up during the play, the coach walks over and he yells at you. Now it's like I have this fear to perform, this fear to come through, to understand my role. I want to do right. I belong to this team. I'm part of something that's bigger than me. Where else does that exist in society? I'm back in on football. This is, well, there is a place. This, of course, is a shadow endorsement of the U.S. military service. That's fine. You can, um, you can read into what you will. The sport of football, of course, is deeply inspired by the U.S. Sure. military. And the structures that it, it, it that are created around it are born of that. But what you're saying 
is, is that we have given people too much room to move in society is that we need more order and structure. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because you say you come home, you you tell your daughter, I need you to, hey, can you clean up your room? And she says, dad, get off my back. And I don't need my 14-year-old to or my 17-year-old to think they know either more than me or the same amount as me. Because they don't. <laughs> they actually don't. I'm actually smarter than them. Right. I have more life experience. And do you think that if they had played more football, that would have gotten beaten out of them? All I see is when my son is in football practice and listening to coaches, they have him. He's like, I trust this coach. I, I just want to be part of this team. I trust this person's okay. advice. I have to flip this on you. This is really, yeah, impor really important. Yeah. You are an iconoclastic leader in your field. <laughs> you are someone who never followed the rules. You had right. very good mm -hmm. ideas. And I you bet were like, you told, you made your dad think that you I'm, knew more than him. Way, I'm not saying yeah. everything should work this way. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I'm glad this world exists. This world from the past mm -hmm. where it's just coaches and then the seniors and the freshmen have mm -hmm. to follow the seniors and the seniors control the player hierarchy and there's a playbook and you have to trust that the plays work and you have to trust that this guy and you run this play and the left guard goes this way and he's going to mm -hmm. block this guy and all of it just intertwines and it's all right. about collaboration and doing your job and coming through. Buying and that's into football. the system. Yeah. Is this happening elsewhere in the youth circuit? Is this also a, a, a thing at like... Mock UN <laughs> debate club. I hope so. Is it? It doesn't just have know. to be football is what you're saying. Yeah. Is this just a part of growing up, the coming of age story right now? Nate, tell me this. What other what other world could you watch an adult person yell at your kid and think, hey, he probably deserved it? So let me ask you, are you do you think that because what's gonna happen more and more is that the people playing football are gonna be playing for guys like Mike McDaniel and Sean McVay? It's going to be young Nicer guys people. who are like, hey, brother, let's yeah. go get some points on the no, board. You, it's all every, let's go look at TikTok. But yeah. No matter what, no matter who the head coach is, you still have coaches on the staff who are still right. yelling at even people Sean when they don't Bay do has some crazy yeah. guy who does You yelling. still have to be in yeah. shape. Yeah. You still have a responsibility to show up and be in a certain condition. You have to learn the playbook. Ben got yelled at last week in the 77 game. It was a goal line play. And he, he did a slant and he was supposed to cut in. Guess what? Coach walked over. And screamed at him, you went the wrong way. You got to remember that. It was 21 blue. And I was like, that's great. Like, if I had yelled at him, he'd be like, Dad, I know. And like, I don't know. I just, I like that it still exists. That's my take, watching from afar. I was raised in a very um, fear-based environment. Um, and I was afraid to fuck up a lot of the time. And I think that that helped me a lot. A lot. But I am also a little bit damaged. And it's definitely because of that. Because you get to a point where you're like, I will succeed no matter what, and I will believe in myself. But also, fear of failure gets very intense, and it makes you very competitive well, and really weird. Well, there's really cool about the fact that you, you can't really tank in football or somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. Right. Like, right. There's, it's the one, one of the few competitive sports where the consequences of not trying hard and not giving a shit can mean you break your arm. Mm -hmm. Whereas almost anything else is just kind of like, oh yeah, that guy went by me. Guys, I'm yeah. disturbed. 
<laughs> I, 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 this is a harrowing conversation. You're a Ravens fan. What are you talking about? Three people sitting here saying the thing that's great about football is that you could be gravely wounded and or mortified <laughs> no. in front say that of great. your peers. No, it's, no. Like, it's like when you're, but like when we we grew up and our parents right. were like, here's $10 for a pizza. I'll be home when I'm home. Yep. And it's like, now you have to learn mm-hmm. what what is worth calling the fire department about and what's something you can handle yourself. This part of it, I think, the, the the Bill's point earlier about like the playbook, needing to learn the playbook, needing to understand the system, opting into something bigger than yourself. Yes. That part I like. And okay. and the fear of if I don't come through, I'm letting mm-hmm. these other people down Teamwork. in like a real way. Teamwork and community. If the left guard goes the wrong way yeah. on the block and his quarterback gets crushed, which was ironically the plot of Varsity Blues. That's yeah. how... It's the plot of the that's 21, how, uh, 22 jet season as well. Lance, that's how Lance Harbor got hurt, right? Billy Bob fell down. Somebody jumped over him, but I don't know. I, I still, I just like the old schoolness of this world that I'm not sure we have with our youth anymore because everybody is so afraid of everything. And I like that football still around. So anyway, I'm back in. Can't say I disagree, but let's hear uh, about how Ben feels yeah. about this. Ben? Come on in. <laughs> Let's wheel him in. <laughs> Ben's definitely like HW plain view. <laughs> That's it. That's the hottest take. I'm Bill. That was Sean, Chris, and Mallory as well. We'll see you next time.